from the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat, the New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. Well, I'm not Kevin McCullough, but welcome to Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. But I am filling in. This is Imran Ansari. Normally, you hear my voice uh, on this Thursday night with Kevin as his co-host. Uh, but Kevin is on a well-deserved vacation right now. Uh, he is in Italy, I believe, on uh, celebrating his 20th. 20th wedding anniversary uh so you know congratulations to kevin uh and i hope he is having a wonderful time so now you have me uh i get to take the mic uh, myself tonight and talk about all the legal news or legal topics uh that are now gripping our city here in new york and also elsewhere the nation and beyond uh and i'm going to talk a little about uh with with my great guests and i have a few great guests i have alan Dershowitz is going to join me in a moment. Uh, I have Judge George Grasso to talk about New York crime and other matters. I have uh, Judge John Leventhal. He's going to join me at the end of the program. And then I also have Alexander Barekas. She is part of the Plaza College Court Reporting Program. Uh, and she's going to talk about all the great uh, aspects of the court reporting program at Plaza College, and as an attorney, I can tell you, the most important person in the courtroom could be the judge, it could be the attorneys, well, most likely, it's the court reporter who's getting it all taken down uh, on their stenography machine, and we'll talk to Alexandra about her experience as a court reporter, and now I am live here in the studios of AM 970, the answer, I have to run over here, ladies and gentlemen, because I was in the Southern District of New York in court way past 6 p.m. or around 6 p.m. where I was trying to uh, work on a case with the help of the judge and my adversaries to try to reach a resolution or a settlement. Uh, and I ran over here to the studios, and I'm here to speak with you and start the show. And I want to speak to um, our guests, uh, Alan Dershowitz. We're waiting to see if he is on the line. I'm and here on. He is. I've been on. I've been on for a while. Excellent. Brilliant statements about trying to get a settlement in the Southern District. Yes, Alan, I ran over here. You know, luckily the studios I am nine seventy answer are located in uh, Lower Manhattan, so I ran from the SDNY over yes. here, and it's just a pleasure to have you on, Alan, uh, as my first guest. As I fill in for the great Kevin McCullough tonight, Alan, how are you? I'm doing great. Alan, great, great. So I want to talk about some of the big topics that uh, are gripping uh, sure. the world right now. Of course, uh, there is a conflict in Israel, in the Gaza Strip. All eyes are on that region of the world. And, of course, that has given rise, and you have been really a real a vocal element here uh, to the anti-Semitism uh, that has uh, followed the conflict in Israel and the Gaza Strip. Can you talk to yeah. that, Alan? Yeah, I mean, for me, the most uh, disappointing thing is not what happened on October 7th. Everybody knew that if Hamas ever got into Israel, they would slaughter people, rape them. There are now videotapes that show gang rapes on women. In one case, a woman's breast was cut off, and they threw it around like a baseball, uh, multiple rapes. But the National Lawyers Guild uh, supports all that. On the 8th of October, the day after, these horrible events, the beheadings and the burnings, the National Lawyers Guild issued a statement saying that it was a completely justified military attack and the worst thing would be to normalize, normalize Israel. They called for the release of all, all the Palestinian prisoners held by Israel, including mass murderers, without saying a single word about the 220 um, um, uh, Israelis who are being held. I have never, never experienced a more despicable organization than the National Lawyers Guild 
since the Nazi Party was abolished in the United States. And I have friends, and you have friends, who are in the National Lawyers Guild and are proud of being in the National Lawyers Guild. I have to tell you, if I'm a client, I don't want a lawyer from the National Lawyers Guild any more than I would want a lawyer from the Ku Klux Klan who would support lynching of blacks. I don't want a lawyer who supports the lynching of Jews, uh, 1,200 of them lynched, um, raped, beheaded, and, and burned to death. So um, I'm, I'm on the warfare against the National Lawyers Guild, especially because they're lawyers and they have branches in almost every law school in the United States. And most people in the National Lawyers Guild don't even know that the organization has taken these horribly anti-Semitic, anti-American, anti-Jewish, anti-Israeli stands. And, Alan, uh, you know, it's, we're talking about the NLG, uh, but also there's been a lot of controversy with law schools and law students yeah. or potential law graduates who had their offers rescinded by law firms. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what is your thought uh, on that particular impact in the legal community that this conflict is having? Well, I think it has to be the same attitude has to apply as if they discovered that somebody was a member of the Ku Klux Klan and supported the lynching of black people. What would the law firms do? They have two choices. They can withdraw the offers or they can keep the people, but they have to warn the clients. They have to say to the client, look, we're assigning uh, so-and-so to you, uh, Ellen Yaroshevsky, who's a professor, for example, at uh, Hofstra University. We're assigning uh, her to your case, but you have to know she supports rape and she supports beheadings and she supports burning of children. Now do you want her to represent you? Fine. You can have her represent you, but you cannot trick a client into accepting a lawyer who supports rape and supports these kinds of things without at least giving the client an opportunity and the information to decide whether or not they want that person to represent them. You know, absolutely. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how this resonates uh, in terms of, of law school, law students and their prospective jobs. Yeah. But I want to pivot, uh, Alan, real quick to sure. the Trump trial. And today you are the preeminent First Amendment uh, attorney when it comes to freedom yeah. of speech. Today, a uh, the gag order was lifted on, on Donald Trump. What's your take on that? And do you think it was the right well. decision? It was the right decision, but it's only temporary. I think it ought to be made permanent. These gag orders are clearly unconstitutional. Look, Trump is presumed as innocent as you and I are. He can't obviously be allowed to threaten or intimidate witnesses. But he can say if he wants that the judge is a bum or the prosecutor is a bum. I can say that. You can say that. Especially he's not a lawyer. He can say that. And so I don't believe in these gag orders, and I'm glad that the single judge lifted the gag order, but we'll see. It's still a case um, that's ongoing, whether the appellate division, whether the Court of Appeals, which way they'll go on these gag orders. I hope they strike them all down with very, very, very limited exceptions. No, absolutely. I mean, there is a real uh, aspect of First Amendment rights uh, and whether yeah. Donald Trump's First Amendment rights are actually being uh, violated here. Put politics aside, put whatever your opinions are on the case. Uh, that is something that you do not want to mess with. Right. And also, uh, even if you are looking for Donald Trump to be held accountable, you know, under the law in these trials, you don't want those appellate issues or things like that coming up because that's going to cause problems down the line uh, on appeal. Right. Uh, Alan right. Dershowitz. The, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Alan. Even the American Civil Liberties Union, which is very strongly anti-Trump, has come out against some of these gag orders. All right, Alan Dershowitz, I want to thank you for joining me uh, on the fly. Fun. I reached out to you sort of impromptu, and I really appreciate you uh, giving me the time and giving our listeners Always the time happy. to give your Always great happy. insight. Thank you, Alan Dershowitz. Thank you. Be well. Hi, Kevin McCullough. It's hard to believe, but the holidays will be here before we know it. So why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with absolutely every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and onto sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first-class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. 
The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Or visit NewYorkCruises.com. That's 212-633-1231 or NewYorkCruises.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. For 25 years, Invite Health has been leading the way in wellness with our extensive line of dietary supplements. With our brand new state-of-the-art website, we now offer new everyday low prices. Save even more with our brand new subscription plan. Stay tuned to learn about new and exciting offers and services. Remember, free shipping on orders over $35. We have made it our business to support you in your health journey. From everyday health tips to detailed genetic testing, Invite Health has a team of experts to help you achieve your health goals. Reach out to us now to speak to one of our nutrition experts or to schedule a consult by calling 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Or go to invitehealth.com. Contact Invite Health today to learn more about getting healthy and staying healthy. 800-673-2345. Or go to invitehealth.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in that position? Tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting, which allows you to speed your way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I'm told district attorneys are in dire need of court reporters. Courts, schools, and television stations are all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. With the national shortage, NCRA partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Our hosts tell them like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, the answer. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. It's Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. Well, it's not Kevin McCullough, but it's Imran Ansari filling in for the great Kevin McCullough. A real privilege this night. You would be hearing me this night uh, as Kevin McCullough's guest, co-host, something like that, uh, to talk about uh, all the legal topics. But I am controlling the mic tonight. I have the honor and the privilege to do so as Kevin McCullough is away on a very well-deserved vacation. Uh, and, of course, we always highlight the great program of court reporting at Plaza College. Plaza College uh, is a college located in Queens, Kew Gardens, Queens, and they have a wonderful, excellent court reporting program. In fact, uh, you know, maybe a few months ago now, we did a live broadcast from Plaza College, and I was just so astounded by the campus and the facilities that they had, particularly so for the uh, court reporters who are the fledgling court reporters who really embraced the program there. And who do I have to talk about the program right now is uh, one of the graduates of Plaza College and their court reporting program, Alexandra Berekis. Alexandra, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. So, Alexandra, you are currently working in the Queen's Grand Jury, correct? Yes. That's okay. Where I'm currently working. Excellent. Excellent. So you're you're getting a lot of cases, you're you're uh taking down all those uh the, all the testimony, the ADAs giving their spiel. You know, I was a former Brooklyn ADA and one of the most favorite 
aspects of being a prosecutor. My time at the Brooklyn DA's office was when I did a nine-month stint in the grand jury. That's what we do in Brooklyn. We do uh, uh, a few months in the grand jury. I think I did six to nine months, and it was just such a great experience for me and the relationships uh, that I made with the court reporters who were taking everything down. Uh, but let, I want to hear from you. You, you graduated college, uh, Plaza College, uh, with their stenography program in spring of 2022. Uh, and just let our listeners know a little more about the program uh, and what you're doing now. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I graduated in May of 2022, and then I started doing freelancing right after. And since December, I've been in grand jury. And... Um, I like it. I think it's a really good entry-level job for someone that wants a nine-to-five. And basically, I'm not always in the jury room every day. It's usually like two or three times a week. Otherwise, I'm doing transcription. But, yeah, it's good. Like, you get your benefits. um, And you're not isolated as opposed to a lot of freelancers that, you know, they work home by themselves and they don't have any interaction the thing is that you could communicate with your coworkers if you need help with something. And there's, yeah, that big camaraderie. So I do enjoy it. Great. And, and you the were, program, uh, go ahead. And the program, one of our, so we have like three types of tests we do in the program. You have your lit, you have your Q&A, and you have your grand jury. So a lot of the grand jury dictations we did helped me a lot with this job that I'm doing now. So they, they did prep me. And Alexandra, you were a star student when you were at Plaza College. You won the Court Reporting Association Student Speed Competition in 2019. I want to ask you, what led you to Plaza College uh, and what led you to decide that you wanted to pursue a career in court reporting? So initially, I was um, a media major in Hunter College, and I wanted to do production and films and I found that it was very competitive. It was kind of like a race to the bottom and I wasn't getting paid much at all. I was making like $10 an hour and I just decided for myself I really wanted to do something that would be a good trade that would guarantee me work no matter what and um, I, I sat down with this girl, like a friend of mine, Jackie, and I remember one day I hung out with her and her friends and they just seemed so, they were all court reporters, and they just all seemed so close-knit. Like, they were all very supportive of each other, and that was such a contrast from what I was experienced with experiencing with production. So I did appreciate that aspect of this industry. I knew that, like, once I joined this industry, everyone's going to be looking out for you. There's not this sense of, like, competition or feeling like there's no job out there for you. There's always a guarantee to get paid with something right and let's talk about that because uh, uh, court reporting the professional court reporting is a pretty lucrative uh, career i you know i i deal with court reporters all the time in court i gotta order transcripts from the court reporter uh, in court i take depositions on the civil side and i will uh, deal with you know uh, the court reporters taking down transcripts for depositions and of course paying for those transcripts so let our listeners know alexandra that not only is this a very flexible career uh, it is also a lucrative career correct yes it's it's very flexible, uh, flexible, and there's a lot of like options out there for you. You don't have to, you don't have to have a nine to five like me. If you want, you could be doing freelance like I originally did, and you could be doing med mouth. You could be working construction jobs. You could be doing jobs for different types of industries, and you you learn so much about what other people do for work. You're not. I mean, like, even though you're typing, you're you're retaining a lot of information. So you become more well-rounded in that sense because you're learning about different experiences, industries, like locations where people live. So, yeah, yeah, no, uh, open you up to more. Right. I feel that 
court reporters get to see really the theater of the courtroom. You said that you were working or pursuing a job in TV or film production. I used to work in TV and film production and before I was a lawyer, and I felt that there was a certain element of theater of the courtroom where those skills translated very well as a trial attorney into court. And as a court reporter, you are a key player, let's just say, in that theater of the courtroom, uh, and you get to see the various cases, the various testimony and issues before the court. If you are in court, if you're taking uh, depositions, you get to hear, take down the testimony in different cases. So would you agree with me that now we've, we've sort of checking off the boxes here? It's a flexible career. It's a lucrative career, but it's also a very interesting career, correct? Definitely, yes. And you could control what type of work you want to get. There's always different options for you. So if you're not happy and, like, you're it's, – it's versatile. So if you're not happy – like, let's say I wasn't happy doing grand jury. I could I could move up to, like, the courts. I could work for a Supreme Court. I could do closed captioning and work for television. I could work for CART and work with, um, like, ch- children that are hard of hearing. You know, there's there's just so many options. So I, I really do recommend it for somebody that isn't sure what they want to do in life and they just want to have a trade for stability. I, that's what I recommend this industry for. And Alexandra, why Plaza College? What drew you to Plaza College and why would you recommend it to others out there perhaps listening now uh, that they want to pursue this career? They just care about their students. I still keep in touch with a lot of my teachers and a lot of my teachers are either former court reporters or they're currently in the field and we have the best of the best and they're going to ensure that you get you get a job when you get out of the school i got my job through the school so they're always trying to keep in touch with you to see how you're doing um and you know if you want more opportunity and growth they're gonna see what they could do for you to get you there Excellent. Alexandra Barekis, a graduate from Plaza College, the court reporting program there. Thank you for joining me and thank you for enlightening our listeners as to some of the perks and benefits of being a court reporter or stenographer and also being a graduate and student of Plaza College. Uh, Alexandra, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And you are listening to Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. I am filling in. This is Imran Ansari. We're going to be taking a quick break, but stay tuned when we come back. More Radio Night Live. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. California authorities have arrested a college professor in the death of a Jewish protester during demonstrations over the Israel-Hamas war. The Ventura County Sheriff's Office says the 50-year-old suspect was arrested Thursday and will be booked into jail on suspicion of involuntary manslaughter. The pro-Israel demonstrator who died early November 6th at a hospital was 69-year-old Paul Kessler. Fire officials say a Chicago commuter train has collided with rail equipment, injuring nearly 40 people, some of them critically. The Chicago Fire Department says a Chicago Transit Authority train crashed into snow removal equipment Thursday morning. Fire officials say the train collided with the slower-moving rail equipment near the Howard CTA station on the city's north side. 31 commuters and 7 CTA workers were aboard. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota, who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. We are proud. Proud to serve. To serve our country. To serve our local communities. To wear the uniform. To be a soldier. To serve abroad when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We're always ready. We're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Calling all patriots, join me in Alaska in June 2024 for the adventure of a lifetime. For more information or to book, call 855-565-5519 or visit PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. 
Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6. Mike Gallagher at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code JOEP. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code JOEP to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. War has played a key role in the history of the United States, from the nation's founding right down to the present. Wars made the United States independent, kept it together, increased its size, and established it as a global superpower. Hi, I'm James Early, host of the Key Battles of American History podcast. In each episode, I discuss American history through the lens of the most important battles of America's wars. To start listening now, go to ParthenonPodcast.com or search Key Battles of American History on your favorite podcasting platform. AM 97, The Answer. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. Well, welcome back to Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. I am filling in for the great Kevin McCullough, and this is Imran Ansari. I typically join him on these Thursday nights to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, for the legal night of Radio Night Live. But I am manning the microphone here and sitting in the seat, big shoes to fill for Kevin McCullough. I'm doing my best. But it's uh, my honor to welcome my next guest for tonight, and that is Judge George Grasso. Judge George Grasso, uh, former NYPD, former judge, and uh, just a great, great person. If you know George Grasso, you know he is salt of the earth. Uh, he is just a wonderful lawyer, a real, uh, real stand-up individual, and he was running for Queens DA, uh, and he didn't win the election, but he is not shy about letting you know his views about crime, the city, politics, what we need to do in order to live better lives as individuals, both on the legal side and also just as human beings. So it's uh, with a great privilege that I welcome my next guest for tonight, uh, George Grasso. Judge Grasso, thanks for joining me. Well, what a kind introduction. Very humbling. Thank you, Imran. It's always great to be with you. No, absolutely. And uh, Judge Grasso, I have you often on my show on the sister uh, station to AM 970 WMCA. And I'm uh, happy to have you on the show as I guest host for Kevin McCullough tonight. Uh, Judge Grasso, I want to ask you uh, about your experience in this recent election. Uh, you did not win, but that's okay. You did a, a, an amazing, amazing job out there in terms of getting your message out, and it's still resonating with me, and I am sure it's resonating with those in Queens County and also in New York City who heard you speak so passionately about the issues that are important to you. So I want you to just let our listeners know about your experience uh, with your first political election, uh, and also what we expect to see from George Grasso to come. Thanks a lot, Imran. Well, you know, I did take on a lot. I didn't just take on the uh, Democratic Party. I took on the Republican Party establishment. And, uh, you know, I left a very secure position to do it. 
I was the administrative judge of a uh, criminal term in uh, Queen's Supreme Court. My term wasn't up until December 31st of 2024. Uh, but as a judge, as great a job that was, and as much authority as I had in that position, it just wasn't, I wasn't able ethically to discuss what's going on in our city, in our state, in our country right now, in particular when it comes to public safety. What I have seen since 2019, what we have all seen with these disgraceful the disgraceful effort at so-called criminal justice reform, so-called bail reform, so-called discovery reform, signed into law by then-Governor Andrew Cuomo, the new governor, Hochul, notwithstanding all the problems we've seen over the last several years, hasn't lifted a finger to make any significant changes, ran through by... The state Senate Majority Leader, Ms. Cousins, and the state Assembly Majority Leader, uh, Mr. Hasty. So you take basically half the penal law. You take drug dealing, selling drugs with fentanyl off the table. Sell them. Drug dealers sell them on the street. They're mixing it in the cocaine. They're mixing it in the pills. They, they so-called legalize marijuana now. Nobody knows what what the THC levels is in this marijuana being sold in the smoke shops. That's entirely off the table. Lives are being destroyed by these drugs. Oh, but by the way, it gets even it gets even better. Retail theft, shoplifting. You see what's happening? Major department stores are starting to leave New York City. Steal, come to jail. Sell sell drugs. Steal, come to court. Don't come to court. Assault, car thefts, car break-ins. People have their cars broken into and police officers say, hey, there's nothing I can do, lady. This has to stop. The legislature needs to, needs to step up. And for them to have done with, to, with the bail laws and not include a dangerousness standard that judges can work with, when we have truly dangerous individuals conducting dangerous acts, just in, if you look, if you bring up Tonight's New York Post, just ripping off the, this evening's headlines. We have two uniformed police officers in the Bronx. They see a couple of guys smoking cigarettes. Hey, guys, can you put the cigarettes out? It's illegal. What do these guys do? They physically attack the police officers. They beat up police officers in uniform. They get arrested. The district attorney, D.A. Clark, to her credit, according to the Post article, asks for $10,000 bail. What does the judge do? ROR. Just go ahead, leave. And you know what? As far as the judge goes, the judge, they can, the judge can hang their hat on, but well, we, we can't consider dangerousness. But if the police aren't safe, what do we say for the rubber? What do we say? But anyway, so why did I do this in the state of the race? I did this to call out these issues. That's why I went in as a novice politician, right? And I took them. I took them all on. So, but you know, it's tough. It's, it's tough. tough because you go up against established parties, right. and you know what? The so-called donor class—they talk a big game. A lot of the deep pocket people that that are in this city, and they say they are upset with these laws. And they want change. But you know what they play? The deep pockets? They play the inside game. They want to back the favorites. But you right. know what? So, I didn't win the race. So, I'm not whining about it. I conceded to Melinda Katz. I hope she has a great term. But while I, while I concede the election, right. I don't concede these issues. So, Judge, we only have about, uh, like 20 seconds left in this segment, but you're gonna, I'm gonna have you a guest on my show, Legal Lowdown, this Saturday, so our listeners on 570 AM at 12 noon can hear you talk a little more. Uh, but what's, in, in, in about a minute, what's next, or less, what's next for Judge Grasso? Well, like you said, people are more aware of me now, I have more name recognition, I'm not going away. Great. I'm going to continue to fight on the public safety, and I'm also going to call out some national issues. You know, the Republicans act like they own public safety. 
But, you know, they don't have clean hands either. Did you right. see the reporting today, Paul Pelosi? Right. Judge, we're going we're gonna to have to pick this up this weekend. I'm going to have to wrap this up. All right. All right. Thank but you for joining me. like Donald Trump, they turn that into a joke line. That's Th- not a joke. Thank you, Judge. Thanks for joining me. Tuesday, in solidarity with Israel, what we saw was the soul of our nation on display. America stands with Israel. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. (laughs) So tune in. Eye on Real Estate. Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate. Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. AM 970, The Answer. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And every time at this time of year, we are glad to welcome our very good friends back from Food for the Poor because they are busy rescuing and saving lives in some 17 hardest-hit countries on planet Earth. Nitra Parmalee is here. Nitra, tell us how we're doing it this year. Well, we're inviting you to step into need. If you have resources and want to make an impact, if 2023 is the year you want to leave a legacy, we invite you to provide food for a family for for a year. That's on the other side of a one-time gift of $175. Uh, 855-919-4673. Your gift of $175 normally would feed two kids with food for the poor for the entire coming year. But if you give in the next 10 minutes, it's going to be matched. And that means four children will eat as opposed to two. 855-919-4673 or go to am970theanswer.com. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Brandon Tatum, weeknights at 8 on AM 970. The answer. America first with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. If I should take an ocean, draw myself into the ocean, ain't nobody's to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Well, you're listening to Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. This is Imran Ansari filling in for Kevin. He has a well-deserved vacation, some time off right now. And we are talking uh, all things legal, all things politics. Uh, and my next guest right now is someone who I have the honor uh, to call a partner of mine at the law firm of Idala Bertuna and Kamins. He is a retired judge uh, of the appellate division. Uh, he is just a incredible lawyer and an incredible person with the biggest heart uh, that I know. And I am proud to welcome my next guest. It is Judge John Leventhal. Judge Leventhal, thank you for joining me. Oh, it's my pleasure, Imran. Uh, Mr. Ansari, you're terrific. <laughs> and, and, and I'm happy to talk about this because I want you to know when I, well, maybe I should tell the audience, or I should tell the audience, um, before I was on the appellate court for 13 years, I started the first felony domestic violence court in the nation. And very often, I would be faced with 18 USC 922, sub-1, sub-8, and sub-9. And that's basically what I want to talk about. This is basically uh, sub-1, which talks about a felon which it really doesn't say felon, that anyone who's convicted of a crime where the sentence is more than one year right. is, is ineligible to have a firearm. 
And, 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 and Judge, uh, Judge, we that, just, I just want to give the listeners some context. Uh, what we're talking about well, is... Tell, yeah. You're going to tell them what happened today in Chicago, right? Yes, yes. So, you know, there is a, uh, a story breaking today regarding a ruling in Chicago after a judge ruled that it is unconstitutional to ban felons... Uh -huh. From owning guns. So, Judge, I'm going to get that to you. I'm just going to tee that up for you. What happened in Chicago and why is it relevant? Well, Judge Gittleman, who is a, not an appellate judge, but a, a United States District Court judge, he basically said that it was unconstitutional to deny a gun to a, a felon. Uh, and, and this felon had violent, uh, past violent crimes. And, and uh, that was very, very unusual because even Alito, when when Heller came down, said that exceptions uh, could apply. Um, and, and maybe I should give the whole history. Heller basically said there's a Second Amendment right to have a firearm. Later on, you had Bruin in New York, which uh, was a very interesting case. And, and Bruin... Uh, the Supreme Court held invalid a New York statute that allowed someone to carry a handgun in public for purposes of self-defense only if she could show a special need for self-protection. So it struck it struck that down, and thereafter, the Third Circuit and the Eighth Circuit had differing views. The um, Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals in United States versus Jackson said that the statute that you're ineligible to have a firearm if you were subject to a conviction which carried more than one year in jail applied to all felons, where in uh, Range versus the Attorney General of the United States, the Third Circuit, that it was unconstitutional as applied, not on, on its face. And, and Imran, we should really explain that right. to the audience. Uh, unconstitutional on its face means it's unconstitutional for everyone. Right. Unconstitutional as applied means it's unconstitutional as applied to a certain circumstance or to a certain person. So unconstitutional as applied to nonviolent felons or nonviolent persons. In that particular case, uh, the person, <laughs> it was kind of interesting, the appellant range pled guilty to making a false statement to obtain food stamps right. more than 30 years ago. And they said that was uh, unconstitutional. Yeah. And, and, and the district courts are going uh, all, all, all over the place. In fact, there was a case that came down today. I don't know if people know about it. I, I think it was, it came down today. Let me just see the signature on the judge's, uh, and, and Judge, I, I have to first, while you do that, I want to quote uh, or, or reference some of the decision that happened today coming from uh, the decision in Chicago. The judge in that yeah. case claimed that the federal bans on felons owning guns was a greater threat to liberty than a 1791 law that took guns from colonists refusing to declare loyalty to the new republic. He said he searched rulings as far back as Rhode Island in 1677 and the New Netherlands in 1630 and found no president for the ban uh, against felons owning guns. Do you think this is a slippery slope now? And do you think it's going to be challenged uh, up the sort of uh, the uh, percolate up the appellate courts, perhaps to the Supreme Court? Well, you know, Judge, Judge Scalia in uh, Crawford versus the United States went back to an 1828 dictionary. And this is the whole concept of originalism versus elasticity in interpreting the United States Constitution. And basically what, what this Judge Gittleson basically said, that in the old days, if you had someone who, who went to jail and committed a felony, they couldn't have guns while they were in jail. But when they completed their sentence, there was no prohibition on them having a firearm after that. I think it is a slippery slope. I think times have changed. And, and, and I don't think this originalism, uh, really will carry the day. And, and by the way, there was a case argued, I think it was November 7th, uh, as to whether someone who is, uh, subject to an order of protection or a right. domestic violence misdemeanor, 
to be able to have a gun. And, you know, guns and domestic yeah. violence show a great deal of lethality. Right. So, I mean, even though it's not directly on point, this is all related. And let's see what the Supreme Court does in that case. Yeah. Which will really tell uh, what, what will uh, portend for this uh, 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 922. Uh, right. Judge Leventhal. I gotta let you go, but thank you for joining me and, and your insight on this topic is definitely a case and issue that we will be keeping an eye on. And it's very close to my heart because when I did domestic violence for, I started the first felony domestic violence course for 13 years, these issues came up and, and, and I wrote a seminal case, uh, People versus Adams, where I showed that every gun in the United States goes through interstate commerce and therefore 922 G1 applies. All right. Thank you, Judge. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Donnie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. <laughs> so tune in. Eye on Real Estate Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. It's hard to believe, but the holidays will be here before we know it. So why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with absolutely every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and onto sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first-class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Or visit NewYorkCruises.com. That's 212-633-1231 or NewYorkCruises.com. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. Well, this is Imran Ansari uh, standing in for Kevin McCullough, and we've uh, sort of had a a, uh, a show here bouncing around from different topics with different guests, uh, and I'm doing my best to fill the big shoes of Kevin McCullough on Radio Night Live, the legal night, and usually I'm bantering back and forth with him as he steers the ship. This time, I've got my hands uh, on the reins here, and I'm going to close out the show with our typical Esquire etiquette, uh, and the Esquire etiquette of this week, uh, again, bounces off a topic that we spoke about during the course of the show. And this would be what I was talking about with Alan Dershowitz at the top of the show. Uh, and it's if you find yourself uh, in the very unfortunate situation uh, of being targeted uh, for your race, your religion, uh, your gender or anything like that, and you find yourself the target and victim of a hate crime, whether it be anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, uh, gender-based sort of uh, uh, violence, um, homophobia, anything. 
you know, which is has that aspect of crime uh, really being motivated by some sort of hatred that could constitute a hate crime. Uh, and you should report that to the police. And if the police find the individual who may have defaced your home, you know, spray painted a swastika, broken something, physically assaulted you, I don't know, something like that, you really need to report it. And there is an arrest that is made that is going to be then given to the district attorney's office, the U.S. attorney's office. And a hate crime is an enhancer. So if you are assaulted and that it's now deemed a hate crime, the defendant who perpetrated that crime against you is now facing all the more serious charges. And it's something that enhances the crime that they are initially charged with, the underlying crime. So we are living in the age where emotions are running strong. People are, are feeling their certain viewpoint on various issues. And some people exercising their freedom of speech, their First Amendment, take it beyond that to a level of criminality, and if you find that you yourself are a victim of a hate crime, uh, listen, don't be shy. you got to report that because that individual who is perpetrating that on you or your family uh, needs to be stopped before it escalates to a uh, even greater, greater problem. And I can tell you when I was a prosecutor, I had a case which was enhanced uh, to a hate crime. And prosecuting that case was all the more important for myself as a prosecutor, from uh, for my office at the Brooklyn DA's office, uh, because really it's reprehensible to really target someone and commit a crime really motivated by hate and discrimination or racism uh, and things like that. So if you find yourself, God forbid, uh, the victim of a hate crime or know someone who has experienced that, make sure you report it to the authorities. Make sure that you report it to the police uh, because if there is an arrest, that could be something all the more serious. And there may be even civil cases uh, that will arise out of that. You may be able to sue that person, but it's definitely uh, something you don't want to take uh, lying down. Well, it's been a pleasure right now uh, to be filling in for the great Kevin McCullough as he enjoys some well-deserved time off. Uh, and, you know, I am looking forward to Kevin being back because I love our Radio Night Live legal nights together where we talk about the latest in legal news, all the big topics that are, are, are facing here in the city and the country around the world, uh, specifically with a legal angle. But it's been a pleasure to really sit here in the host chair, take over for Kevin McCullough, albeit for the time being. And I am very happy that you listened to me on Radio Night Live, the legal night. I literally ran here down Broadway to the studio from the Southern District of New York Courthouse. I am so happy that I made it. Thank you to uh, my producer, Lana Golden. She is doing an awesome job uh, and really at the edge of her seat, wondering if I was going to make it here. But thank you for listening. Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. I was the guest host, Imran Ann.